What's going on, guys? Or, I don't know, we don't have an audience quite yet, but my name's Lucas. I'm here with Alex. Alex, say hello. <laughs> this is our new podcast we're trying out. Uh, what are we what are we calling it now? I came up with the name A Breath of Fresh Quarantine. If you had something better, let me know. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think that works. That sort of captures the the sort of nastiness of the situation. You know, you're breathing in fresh quarantine. Yes. Not a, not a great thing to be doing. <laughs> Anyways, we're missing one of our guys here, Tony. He uh, he's out enjoying nature. With he's his... a scrub. He's out. He's out slacking right now. <laughs> Anyways, we have some topics we're gonna get through today. Hopefully, uh, you know, find some things out about each other that we didn't know before. That and... sounds a little bit gay, but that's that's, that's all right. <laughs> we're good friends at this point. So. But yes, we'll uh, we'll have a fun time. So we're gonna kick it off. I'm gonna, we're going to start with Alex. Uh, our first segment, we're going to do top three things you've been doing while under quarantine. So, Alex, why don't you start us off? Okay, yeah. First thing, um, probably should probably talk about a little bit of preface this a bit. So, I guess uh, one of my big hobbies that I do is uh, I, I brew beer. So, I brewed uh, 10 gallons of beer so far during this coronavirus situation. So, initially, I was thinking, shit, you know, if the package store is closed down, which probably isn't going to happen anyways, but I was thinking at the beginning when there was all this pandemonium and, you know, speculation going on. Right. I thought, uh, you know, better supply myself so I have alcohol if the, if the world ends. So I've been doing that, which is fun. That's number one. And that's like the cool, like one of the coolest things about Alex. I love the fact that he brews beer. It's, it's good, too. It's not like one of those hobbies you do and you're bad at. Alex kicks ass. Well, thank you. That's that's nice to hear. Glad somebody <laughs> liked what I produce. So it's not just me drinking my own crap. So that's good. <laughs> um, what else? So that's number one. It's all, brewing is also super easy. If you want to get into it, you literally if you can if you if you have like buckets and have the ability to buy malt extract and hops, you can literally make beer. It's super easy. Um, what else? Were we, we said top three things, right? So yeah. What's your What's your top number one thing? Why don't we go back and forth? Okay. Uh. Well. <laughs> I've been, you know, there's a tie between two, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say both of them yet because you know we're doing a top three. I'd probably say, uh, you know, as as uh, sad as it is, you know, video games have been huge during this quarantine time. Catching up on like my uh, my uh, simulations of like NBA seasons and NFL seasons. I have one going on now with uh, Brady on the Buccaneers. That's pretty fun. You know, being a Giants fan, seeing them play somewhere else. So, are you are you playing, or are you just sitting? Um, I, I play the games. Uh, I play all the NFL games, but I I probably play one out of every five NBA games. Well, the NBA season is like a hundred something games, right? So. Uh, eighty two, oh, but it's still that? a lot. <laughs> I know about basketball. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, 82 is still a lot of games, though, so yeah, I can't sit there. It would take me probably a full year to sit there and play 82 games in one season. Can you imagine going through and playing all of them? <laughs> I remember one year I did. I went 82-0, and 0, but I was like 13. You know, I had nothing else better to do. <laughs> that was me and Pokemon when I was a kid. I would, I would play Pokemon for hours. But, um, yeah, so I'd say... You know, NBA and Madden have been huge during the time of lockdown. Yeah, 
Nice, nice, nice. Let's go to number two for Alex. Yeah, well, you know, you kind of just said it. So I've been playing a lot of Madden recently. Um, I did a fantasy draft, which is kind of fun, which I don't normally do um, offline. But uh, I have Tom Brady playing for the uh, the Bears right now, which is kind of fun. Ah. So uh, I've been doing that a lot. Um, been playing a lot of Civilization Five and Age of Empires Three. Those are like my two favorite games of all time. So. Um, yeah, spending a lot of time doing that. Civilization is great for a situation like this because you literally you sit down for a game of Civilization and it takes probably at least five or six hours for. A oh show. wow! That's yeah, that'll cool. that'll keep you occupied. Yeah, and it's fun. You know, I like history, and you know, right? With to do with history, at least, so it's kind of fun. If you guys didn't know, Alex is a smarty pants. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> How about that? Um, but. <laughs> People don't know who Bijan is, but Bijan is basically Lucas's brother-in-law. Yes. Bijan, uh, no, I almost said that wrong. <laughs> so let me get this straight: Lucas dates Bijan's sister. Yes. yes. <laughs> I almost said, I almost said Bijan dates Lucas's sister. Lucas. <laughs> sister. So don't don't mind me. I just can't remember anything anymore. I'm losing my mind here in the house in this quarantine. No, but um, Bijan. Speaking of Bijan, I played Age of Empires three with him online. He said, "Yo, one v one me." Snapchat him a picture of the game and he sent that. So, alright, we'll play. So we played the first game. He beat me in like 20 minutes. So, okay, <laughs> switch civilizations. Maybe I just forgot how to play with Portugal. Played again. Lost again. Then the third time, he kicked my ass again. I was like, oh fuck, I have to go and learn how to play and come back. So I am sort of in the process of relearning how to play Age of Empires right now in an efficient way. Finally beat Bichon because he's filthy and it's it's hard. So. Yeah, that, you know... So, that's how I've been sort of spending my time in video because civilization matters mostly. And he probably feels really good about that too, um, beating your <laughs> beating your ass when, you know, because when I play like my cousins in Madden and they don't really know how to play, I'll beat them like 65 to 3. And <laughs> it'll be like a little sense of, uh, you know, like accomplishment. <laughs> that Like, wow, look at this. Look yeah, what I've done. If play, yeah, if you play online, you're like, oh, fuck, I thought you lose, like, a couple games in a row, you start to feel bad. And then if you play somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, they, like, go for it on every fourth down, and they just, like, hit the same place. So, like, ha, huh, yeah, you suck. I know what I'm doing. So it's a nice, uh, ego boost, for sure, I would say. Yeah. Anyways, getting to my number two. Um, <laughs> number two. <laughs> um, one thing I did... Basketball hoop regulation size is about 10 feet. So I've lowered my basketball hoop to 7 feet so I can dunk. (laughs) So I've been having little, like, dunk contests with myself in my backyard. So for people that haven't seen what Lucas looks like, he's, (laughs) like, Lucas is, like, a little bit, like, how do I describe you? You're probably, how tall are you, 5'9", 5'10"? 5'11". Oh, you're taller than I thought you were. Never mind. So you're you're in you're in Duncan Ranch, okay? Yeah, you know, I uh, if I had a little bit more uh, strength in my lower body and uh, vertical wise, I could probably get up there on a ten foot. <laughs> but I uh, I'm kind of heavy, so gravity's not my friend. Yeah, you gotta you gotta lo- you gotta start running or cycling or doing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyways. I, uh, you know, I have fun dunking back there. I play horse with Layla. Uh, and, um, yeah, she has a lot of fun. That's another situation where, like, I, like, I beat her every time because, you know, I'm the one that actually plays basketball. 
but she has fun just trying out like difficult shots that I like make her do and stuff like that. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's like that's like me whenever I touch a fucking basketball. I you well, you see me play a couple times. Yeah. Bad, really bad. I look like a lost giraffe. <laughs> and like, yo, you you tell you should be good at basketball, and I I'm just not. Alex can run a great tight end. No, don't be fooled. Oh, that's no. I, I like football. I play football. You know, I play soccer. Those are the two sports that I'm probably best at. Probably more so soccer than football. But Lucas has seen it. I just get lucky with the ball. I don't know. <laughs> he has great, you know, sense of where the ball is gonna go. I'll oh, say man. that. Yeah. All right. If, if I were in Madden, I'd have like. <laughs> 70 speed, 99 awareness, 99 spectacular catch, and then just the rest of the stats just shit. Which, you know, that that can be a good thing. Big red zone threat, spectacular catch, keeping those yeah. feet, feet in bounds. <laughs> just throw it up to the corner and I'll get it. <laughs> of the time. Oh, man. All right, Al, what's your third thing on this list? Third and final. Um, probably exercise. You know, I've been running now. My sister and I went for a run today. My dad came with us. We're all in the house. My family is all laid off right now, except for me. I don't even, I have a part-time job right now. Um, and then I, I would go to school too. So I was in the process of doing my student teaching and then this coronavirus stuff happened. So now I'm sitting at home most of the time. So I have my part-time daughter, Mulberry, delivering pizza with Lucas. That's sort of how we know each other. Woo! Uh, yeah. So what was I going to say? What was I getting to here? Uh, oh, yes, exercise. So, anyways, uh, I don't know why I got off on that tangent. Anyway, went out for a run today. My sister has been running a lot. She's in really good shape. She's doing squats and stuff for, like, the past few months. Um, she goes to school up in Boston, so she's home now, which is nice. But we went on a run today. I thought I was going to die. We ran for, like, three miles, and I was I was okay. Oh, jeez. My dad, my dad was with us. My dad is, like, 53. He's put on a lot of weight recently. He doesn't really exercise regularly. But he decided he'd come along. He ran to the bottom of our street stops very calmly says yeah you know what i don't really like this i don't think running's for me and then just like stops <laughs> so, that was kind of fun but um yeah i'm not in as you know miserable shape as i thought it was so that's good i've been riding yeah. my bike a little bit i'm uh, just trying to the thing that sucks though is like you can't play like team sports right now like, no right that's but, the worst we had that one game of football uh you know when this stuff just started like a, probably a couple weeks ago before it all blew up it yeah became, you know, like the quarantine situation the social distancing or whatever so that was fun but that was the last time i played with other people like an actual sport so i miss that miss watching sports and miss playing them but just keep running in the meantime and hopefully i'll be in shape when we play soccer again next season oh, man and you know they took off all the rims at at the local park charter oak i know and it, it, the whole thing like you know closing all the parks like that taking away the nets from the soccer fields removing the hoops like i understand that you have to do that but it's just kind of like sad to see oh yeah it's necessary but it's like it it's one of those things that you see and you just like get that that feeling in your stomach like oh no yeah and that's like especially with the weather you know we're in new england we're in connecticut and the weather was we had a pretty mild winter but this past month it's been you know like 55 60 degrees almost every day the sun's been coming out a lot it's been really nice outside it's just like you want to go outside and have a pickup game but you can't, and it's that kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm fortunate I have my hoop in my backyard. I can just yeah, play I, around out there by myself. Funny story about basketball hoops. I used to have a basketball hoop here at my house, um, but we never used it. 
So my dad and I decided to get rid of it one day to cut it down, and we didn't we didn't have any equipment to do this. We really should not have done this. <laughs> uh, we took we took like a handsaw that you would use, you know, like the handsaw you would use to cut down a Christmas tree, something like that. Yeah, one of those small ones. Mm-hmm. So we had one of those, and we cut down the fucking metal. It was like a, it wasn't even aluminum. It was like straight up steel. It was hollow, but it was made out of steel. And we cut it down with this handsaw, and it took us like four hours. It sucked. Oh jeez. Yeah, and then when we cut it down, obviously it's like when you cut down a tree and there's like a fucking stump left over so we had to like grind the metal down to the ground with this like industrial sander it was just a mess like was that from um the previous owners the who yeah it was from the galassos so fun fun fact we we have to address this now lucas used to be best friends with the people that used to live in my house we bought the house from the people that lived there before and you know lucas and them were buddies i guess family friends right yeah which is funny because you know Cutting Lucas down that hoop, I'd probably played on it a bunch of times. Yeah, and I had we had no idea. We've been friends for what three years now, roughly two or three years, probably. We've known each other. Yeah, something like that. But um, you know, we never realized until he. What did you come to my house in the delivery or something? Or you drove by it once. I was just taking a drive in the neighborhood, and I noticed. I was like, you know, it looks an awful lot like uh, someone's house that okay, we we used to go to, like the Galassos, our family friends. And then I saw Alex's sister's car in the driveway, and I was like, huh. And I kind of put the pieces together in my head. Like, I remember them telling us that the family moving in had a daughter named Morgan. And I was like, no way. So I had to ask Alex when I got to work. I was like, do you live at this house? And he was like, oh, my God, yeah. And it was just a, a funny is that, thing. Is that how I talk? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I live at this house that Lucas's friends used to live in. <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. You don't talk like that. I'm just bad at impressions. Oh, one day, not today, but a future podcast, we need to do impressions. Because I do some good funny voices. That would be maybe entertaining for people to hear. Yes, I think that's a great idea. I think Tony would be good for that, too. Yeah, Tony's got some good ones, too. But anyways, yeah, Lucas was friends with the people that lived here in my house before I did. And we didn't realize until, like, a month, two months ago or something. So that's a funny story. Uh, but uh, getting back onto track here, what is your number three thing? Yeah, so quarantine that you're doing. My number three thing actually has to do with my schooling. Uh, so I'm going to school, going to Connecticut School of Broadcast, and trying to get into like some kind of media job. So being online, we've had to download the uh, Adobe Audition and Adobe Premiere, which is video editing and audio editing. Yeah. So uh, I've been actually playing around with the audio editing a lot, making different funny things, you know, changing voices and all that. Nice. And it's been it's been really cool to be doing that because I uh, I miss it from high school. It's a uh, I don't know. It was just it's just really fun for me to play around with like voice changing sound. Like I can make like a commercial for like gum or i can make a commercial for uh sports center with my voice it's just i think it's really cool this is good practice for you then yeah oh this is excellent i'm happy you uh were interested in doing something like this yeah i've always wanted to do this so this is i'm glad we were able to finally get something together yeah and you know obviously we'd be in person together if it wasn't for this coronavirus yeah, make sure you observe your social distancing. So we're doing this over uh, FaceTime. We're recording it. Shout out to uh, Anchor. We're recording it through Anchor on my phone. 
which is Can a pod- be our, uh, our first sponsor <laughs> if they're interested but they're yeah. uh they're nice. the podcasting app that we're using Shout out to Anchor. Yeah. Shout out to Anchor. Okay, so that wraps up segment number one. We're going to be moving right on into some sports. We have, through an app called Mach 10, they keep track of NFL free agency uh, trades, and they do it for all the leagues, so it's pretty cool. Um, they have a list here, top 15. I don't know if we'll do all 15. We'll maybe do the top 10. Maybe 12. So we're going to say where we think these players are going. Some of them are free agents. Some of them are trade targets. They have number one listed here as Cam Newton. So personally, I think Cam Newton is going to go to the Chargers. I think that it's a good fit. You know, their line isn't fantastic, but... He has mobility, obviously not as much as he used to, but he can get out of the pocket. And they have dangerous. They have Tyrell Williams, they have uh, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and their defense is. I think they're the most out of all Cam's options. They're the most like ready to win now. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would probably agree with most of that. I think like you know, people were talking about Brady going to either. Uh, I keep calling them San Diego still, even years after. Sorry. <laughs> not San Diego. Ignore me. Um, people talking about him going to the, I'll just call them the Chargers. We'll just not even use the city name because I'll keep saying San Diego. Um, people were talking about Brady going to either there or to the Buccaneers because they had the most offensive pieces in place already. Yeah. So let's see Cam Newton going there. Or I think it would be interesting if you went to Denver because they don't really have anything going on right now at the quarterback position. And I'm sure wherever Cam Newton goes, it's probably going to be for relatively cheap. Oh, I could only imagine, yeah. No one's going to yeah, give him a huge contract. I don't, see, I don't see people shelling out big contracts to him. No, not at all. No. So, uh, we agreed. Good. Yep. Hopefully that'll be a trend. <laughs> so, <We'll> <laughs> next up on the list, I don't know, you have a pretty good knowledge of football, Al, right? Uh, I, I would say so. Do you know Yannick Ngakwe from the Jaguars? I actually do not, so maybe I should not be answering this question. Well, okay, then I'll give my... He's like a, he's like a defensive line person or an outside Yeah, right? he's okay, a good. defensive end. Yeah. So he is a trade target. He is not a free agent. They actually placed the uh, franchise tag on him. Um, <laughs> and he had been flirting with the idea of playing for either the Giants or the Jets. And ooh. I... Uh, bias <laughs> completely included. I have him going and being traded to the Giants. I think that he'd be a good fit. Obviously, we need just about everything on the defensive end. <clears throat> and uh, you know, someone who wants to play for us, I think that would that would be awesome. You know, we don't get that much with the Giants nowadays. I mean, sometimes you know they're in New York, the mecca of. America, but you know anyone we can get that obviously is a of star caliber. I think it's worth going out and getting them. Yeah. So did you want to sit this one out? Yeah, I can't. I'm not really qualified to talk about him. Okay. So don't don't listen to me on him. So number three on our list here, 
We have, you know, uh, Jadavion Clowney. Yes, of course, yeah. Okay, he is a free agent. He played for the Seahawks last year. But, uh, you know, people have been questioning whether he's worth a big contract. He had, um, he's had a very uh, severe, not severe, but, you know, riddled injury history his whole career. Yeah. And when he, when healthy, he's like one of the best, one of the best uh, outside linebackers in the league. Like he's absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> um, I was a long shot here. I have him going to Kansas City. I think Kansas City can. Oh um, yeah. yeah. They they need all the defensive help they can get, and I think he'd be they'd be willing to throw him a little bit of cash. Considering there's not much money embezzled in on their defense, yeah. So, I I'd say Kansas City. I think it'd be a good fit. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I know they just won the Super Bowl, so it sounds kind of stupid. But their defense was not really what got them there. You saw that, you know, that playoff game, them the the Chiefs and the Texans. Oh yeah. The Texans what was it like they were up like twenty eight zero at halftime, right? Or the, even the was it the first quarter or halftime? First first quarter it was twenty eight twenty one nothing. Yeah. Um, you, I, I know they came on, came back to win the. To, I know they came back to win the game with Mahomes because obviously he's probably the only human capable of doing that. <laughs> but um, that defense, really, that defense, no defense should give up twenty eight points in a quarter. Um, no, that's just. I don't care how good your quarterback is; he's not going to do that every time. And obviously, <laughs> I mean, they got lucky in that game too a couple times. So oh it's yeah. Just, but yeah, I could see them going to, him going to Kansas City. Clowning to Kansas City would make a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's not going to solve all their defensive issues, but it would most certainly help. Yeah, but if he remains somewhat healthy and he can contribute for at least you know some games, you know, right? I think that would be a good move for them. Who else do they have a defensive end right now for Kansas City? They have. Um, I know on their D line they have. Um, wow, what is his name? It's. I think his name's Chris Jones. I can't. There's oh, this him and this other guy named Chris that I can't keep track of. Yeah, their names. I think that one of them. One of them is that that really good defensive tackle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they I have him. Um, other than that, they still have D Ford. Or he he went somewhere else. Didn't he go to San Francisco? I or think. He, yeah, he's in San Fran. Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah, so I think Chris Jones is kind of it that I can name on their D line. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they can definitely use all the help they can get. Right. Even sometimes if he doesn't start all the time, you know, this is what the Patriots always have done. You know, they've never had, well, they sometimes have in the past, but generally speaking they've had, you know, pretty uh, average guys at the defensive line. But if you give everybody a role and you let them rotate, that can actually be good for somebody who has injury problems and it also helps you out in the long run. So even if he's not healthy all the time, if he can be healthy sometimes, he doesn't have to play every snap, but... If you can come in on third down or whatever, you know, still useful. Right. So then next here on their list, they have Derek Carr as a trade target. Who even wants Derek Carr? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I have him going. I can definitely see Denver as a possibility, but I put down here uh, Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that could be. Because I figure, you know, I mean, Derek Carr isn't fantastic but anything at this point i think would be better than mitchell trubisky yeah i i can see that yeah so they're looking for another option i think that either way 
whoever they do bring in, whether it is Derek Carr or Jameis Winston or... Oh, you know what? I'm an idiot. The Bears <laughs> traded for um, Nick Foles. Oh, did they already? I didn't even see it. Was that recent? It was, and I completely forgot. So, you know what? Derek Carr's not going to go to the Bears. Derek Carr is actually playing for... Oh man, do you want to take do you want to take a crack at it? Because I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah. So who are we talking about now? Derek Carr. Do you have anywhere you think he's gonna go? Um, I mean, like I said, maybe Denver. Oh, no, wait. Did we just say? No, Denver is open. Denver's open. So what, I'm sorry, I just completely forgot what we said. What, no, that's okay. Uh, I had him going to Chicago, but I forgot oh, that Chicago the Bears had, traded right, for Nick Chicago. Foles. Yeah, well, if, I mean, if Chicago already has somebody, I would say Denver, maybe. I saw talk about him maybe going to New England, but I, I think New England is going to ride it out with Jared Stidham, honestly. I don't see finding anybody. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I could also see them making a shot for someone else, but no one too, too like, big. I don't know. <laughs> All right, next up... <laughs> We have the thirty thirty club, famous Jameis. <laughs> so uh, I have him here. You know, despite Minshew mania, I have him going to Jacksonville. Hmm. Which is, you know, uh, yeah, I get your. Hmm. I just kind of took a shot in the dark. I figured that it's Jacksonville. Maybe they'll take a shot in the dark with a guy like Jameis. I don't know. I can't really see anyone else giving him a chance. Yeah, I can't really see him like starting anywhere because he played. He was in Tampa for what those four years that he spent there and just never really materialized. He never really did much. No. And also, how do you throwing thirty interceptions in a year? I literally don't remember the last time that happened. I no, mean, I can't either. I remember Eli Manning. You're like twenty five or something. Twenty seven, right? yeah, in one season, yeah. which I is. Yeah, that's which is still bad, but it's not thirty. <laughs> but that's also like a fluke. Like Eli Manning was overall. I mean, I hate the Giants and I'm a Patriots fan, but I will say he wasn't. He was never that bad on a quarterback. Where people were like, "Oh, like he threw twenty seven interceptions. We're going to can him." That was never, you know, that's sort of a fluke to have that happen. No, right. I I get that. For most people, but for Jameis Winston, I don't think it's a fluke. I think he's honestly just not very good. Uh, <laughs> not very good at decision making. I guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to. Yeah, no, he had, he had good players around him on offense too. You know. Oh, the the Buccaneers' offense was fantastic. Yeah, I mean that's why probably why Tom Brady ended up there. So I don't know. It's just a big, uh, a big confusing mess for yeah. Jameis. Yep. So we'll move on from him very quickly because he is not worth our time. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, okay next up as a trade target, they have AJ Green. Oh, okay. Now, let me tell you about A.J. Green. I could see New England maybe trying to acquire another wide receiver. You know what, Al? Were you agreeing with me? I have New England down. Yeah, that's like the most New England move of all time. Yep, I can totally see it happening. Yeah, and they really do, I mean, down the stretch there, like, I sort of understand why, you know, Tom Brady was so frustrated. Those receivers... I mean, maybe with the exception of Julian Edelman, I might even include him in this group after that drop in the... You know, the playoff game. Yeah. He had, I think you know what I'm talking about, the drop where it hit him. I was watching it with you. He yeah. hit him right hands. It's like a really important third down. And he was wide open, just stopped in a spot. Ball came to his hands and it just bounced off his hands. Yep. So 
that receiving group down the line had some really bad drops and just played woefully. So they really, I think, could use. And he's not even Julian Edelman is not a number one wide receiver. No, I've never, I've never really thought that. No, he's good, and he's like you know, if he has somebody else there, it's great. But he can't do it all himself. Right. He's a great, great guy. I remember. Uh, I didn't like this, but uh, Matt Hasselbeck one day on the NFL Countdown said that it's never third and medium or third and short for the Patriots. Always, it's a uh, third and jewels because yep. every third down, Tom Brady looked Julian Edelman's way, and most of the time he he came down with the ball. Yeah, it's true. Maybe not this past season, but <laughs> yeah, I think I think the loss of you know Rob Gronkowski really hurt them. Because then, you know, you had at least two two people that were, you know, threats on third down that could beat somebody one-on-one and were pretty dangerous. Now, if you if you get down to one person who can do that, they had no tight end production this year at all, really. I love Ben Watson, but he was, you know, old and... Yeah, he, he actually just retired, so... Yeah, but, um, yeah, down the stretch there, you can't go to the same guy every time. No. No. All right, next up, we have Le'Veon Bell as a trade target. But I have him staying where he is. In... Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Jets want to keep him. Right. Uh, that, that was That's always been my impression, that they think that, you know, they can – it didn't really work last year, but they've been getting better on offense. And I think they really wanted to build their offense around him and Sam Darnold. So I see him staying. Yeah, I mean, that's really not a – we don't have to have a long conversation about that one because I think he's not going anywhere. No. And for the next guy, Logan Ryan, he's a free agent. I also have him just staying where he is in Tennessee. I mean, why would you want – you went into the AFC Championship last year. Why would you want to leave? Yeah, I mean, I think um, they're willing to pay him too. You know, he used to play for the Patriots. Yeah. uh, And then, you know, like all the Patriots players that end up playing well and playing out their rookie contracts, they end up leaving because they demand more money. But I think Tennessee is going to, you know, give him what he wants mostly. Right. He might not get – uh, as big money as he wants because, you know, they they are going to pay – hopefully they're going to pay Derrick Henry. They've already paid um, – Right. I saw they tagged him. Yeah, and they've already paid uh, – what's his face? Ryan Tannehill. They gave yeah. Ryan Tannehill a lot of money. <laughs> I think that's a huge mistake, but that's another story. Yeah, I mean, I guess their thought process was just like, you know – We'll see how it works. I personally would have tagged him and look, ha, seen how he looked for a whole season. Right. But, uh, you know. That might have been the wiser decision. Yeah. I mean, I'm not <laughs> – it's not like I care that much. I'm not a Tennessee fan. So we'll see how that works for them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who do we have next? We have Marcus Golden. Do you know who that is? He is a wide receiver. No. <laughs> no. Never mind. We never he, he is a linebacker for the Giants, or he was. Was. Uh, he had. He was the first Giants player <clears throat> since um, Lawrence Taylor. Oh wow! It was either yeah, it was Lawrence Taylor to have double digit sacks in a season from the How line. Many- What's that? How many did he end up with? I think he had 11, maybe 12. Oh, wow, okay. And uh, the game I went to, he he was the one who strip-sacked Tom Brady. Oh, during that, okay. Yeah, I remember that. So uh, I have him staying in New York. I mean, 
they need all the defensive help they can get. He really showed out last year against, like he uh, showed out against the Patriots. He had some good games. Obviously, it doesn't matter if it's against the Redskins, but he had a good, couple good games against the Redskins. But I don't know. I feel like the Giants should give him some money. I don't think he wants all the money in the world. How's uh, how's the Giants cap situation right now? Do they have a lot of spending money to go around right now, or? I think they have a decent amount. I don't think they have like an astronomical amount of money, but they have enough where they can. They've signed. Uh, they signed James Bradbury, a cornerback, yeah. where they desperately needed help. And uh, you know, Marcus Golden would not be a bad investment. He's pretty young too, right? Yeah, he's quite young. Yeah, so I could see him. I mean, not that I was aware of this until you told me, but I, I would assume he would probably stay there then. Okay, last one. We have uh, Andy Dalton. Oh, boy. Of the Bengals. Yeah, Andy Dalton. I was hoping Patriots try and swing for him. I don't... That, that still might happen. But that's my number one spot for him to land. So yeah. I, so long, I was thinking Andy Dalton the Patriots. I have New England down, too. Yeah. So I think it makes the most sense, you know. Right. The Patriots really aren't big risk takers, which is why I didn't have um, Jameis going there. Cam Newton or Jameis Winston, yeah. Right. So I think they, you know, Andy Dalton's a game manager. He's taken the Bengals to the playoffs before. So I don't... How cool if he and A.J. Green ended up in New England together? That would be, that really would be something else. I'd be okay with that. That would be pretty cool to see. I wonder what the Patriots would have to throw to the Bengals to get both of them in a trade. Yeah, Patriots cap space is also not not good right now, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, they have to do some some we moving around. Yep. Um I said that was the last one. Do I have one more? I do not. That is it. Okay. Cool. Okay. You ready to move on? I'm ready. Okay, we have uh, segment number three. I uh, called this the hard-hitting question of the day. So That's, That sounds intimidating. <laughs> here I have, uh, what's the biggest change you'd like to make in your life in the next year? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to sound stupid, but, like, fitness, honestly. Like, I need to start exercising again. I used to be in really good shape. When I graduated high school, uh, I weighed 164 pounds, and I was, like, fit. I was riding my bike every day. Uh, I raced once. Oh, wow. It was still a good experience to do, like, a bicycle race. Um, used to ride my bike, like, 20, 30 miles plus regularly. Now I've weighed like 215, so I gained, what is that? That's like literally almost 50, 40, 50 pounds. Is that is that right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so between senior year of high school and now, I've gained 40, 50 pounds, which I don't, on my body, I don't really see it because I was so thin before. I was like bones before. But um, yeah, just start exercising again, honestly, like regularly. I would like to join like a, you know, like a flag football league or something like that, but I haven't. I didn't have time with school going on. That would be fun. Uh, but maybe, maybe now I can get into that after this coronavirus BS is over. 
Yeah, you know what? We should look into a uh, kickball league. That would be fun. I think that would be really fun. I think Tony was talking about that too. Our other guy who was supposed to be here. He was telling us a while ago he was in a kickball league and they would, you know, it was pretty low key. Yeah, which thing. is fun. That's the best yeah. part. We have to have a segment where we talk about like Dijon and Silk City Soccer Club and all that. <laughs> oh. We can get like the stats sheet and look at it. And yes, that would be that. our first opportunity to have a guest on the show. Yeah, so we used to, I should probably talk about this just so people know what we're talking about. We, right. uh, a few years ago, this is before I knew Lucas, a few of my friends and I, well, I didn't, I didn't really start this, but I was part of the you know, founding team, I guess. Our friend Bichon and our friend Kobe decided they wanted to start playing in a soccer league. We used to play pickup all the time. So naturally, we decided we got enough people to get a team together, and we joined our local, like, um, it was an outdoor men's league called the Connecticut Soccer League. And we just, I don't want to ruin the story, but... um. I won't say anything else about it, but that's what we're talking about when we say Silk City. I used to play for Silk City back in the day, and I was in shape then. It was fun. Got to play a team sport, but um, yeah, I missed that, so I have to get back to that. So that's the thing I want to change. What about you? Let's see. Um, I either. I would like to get in shape, but, you know, I'd also like to... um. Uh, not graduate, but finish my program at the broadcasting school and hopefully get an entry-level or career, maybe job in the media. I think that would be really cool. You know, get my feet, get uh, on my feet in a job in either a news station, maybe a sports station, something like that, NBC Sports, Fox Sports, ESPN, anything. Yeah, ESPN is in Bristol, so there's a lot of yeah, I think that would be really, that'd be like something that would be surreal to me, would be to work at ESPN. Yeah, I have to let you know, we have a former teammate actually from Silk City named Marlon who works for a news station now. So I think he, I don't think he went to broadcasting school, but he went, he has like a degree in communications or something. So he ended up going that route. Oh, sweet. For like Fox 61, I think now, or one of those local news networks. But anyways, I hook you guys up and maybe you can pick his brain one day wow all right so anyways yeah besides copying you with the getting in shape (laughs) uh, which is something i would also like to do i'll go the route of uh you know getting myself a career i think that would be a good start a good start yeah that's good uh so are you uh is there anything you want to talk about before we get to our last little segment Anything that's come to your mind? Um, the only thing, this is sort of like a wild card. We just talk about what we want now, I guess. So um, for me, just like something weird that I've been going through in this quarantine situation is, um, like I said earlier, I was in the process of doing my student teaching, becoming a Spanish teacher. So this was sort of the last semester of my teaching program. And I was, you know, working in a school. I was teaching full time. It was great. Uh, and then literally this coronavirus thing came and it was it's kind of crazy because we were all joking about it. Like, I joke around with my students. If somebody coughed and say, uh-oh, like, you have the coronavirus. <laughs> like, this was, you know, a month ago before it became this massive global pandemic that it is now. And we'd all joke about it. And, you know, if you told me a month ago the schools would close, I would say, fuck you, there's no way, you idiot. Right. So, um, in the span of, like, two weeks, it was amazing to me how fast this came on. Like, there was... The last week that we had of school, everything was fine. You know, it was in the news and everything, the coronavirus thing. Um, people were talking about it, but, it, you know, people were saying, yeah, it's not that serious. It's like the SARS thing. People were panicking, but, it, you know, it never really came to anything. Or like the swine flu, all that stuff, you know, 
these pandemics that go on and people are like, oh, I'm freaking out. But in reality, it's not that bad. So we were sort of in that mode thinking, oh, this isn't bad. And then all this all happened in one day. I got an email from CCSU saying that the school was evacuated and the university was closing uh, and that the, the school of education wasn't sure what to do yet. So I was kind of in limbo as to like, do I go back to the high school where I'm doing my student teaching or not? So my supervisor told me to email the principal of the high school and ask what to do. So I emailed him and he gets back to me and he says, oh, yeah, basically he said, um, as long as you like wash your hands and practice, you know, good hygiene, like you're welcome to come back. Like if you start, if you start showing respiratory symptoms, let us know and don't come in. It's like, okay. Then about an hour after that, I got another email from the Ellington school. I shouldn't say where I teach, I guess on here, but anyways, uh, from the school district saying, uh, Oh yeah. Like the school is going to be closed for the foreseeable future. Like don't come back. So like, holy shit. So in the span of like one day, it went from like, not a problem at all. No worries to like, Oh, like, School is canceled. At least CCSU was. And then um, from that to just like, do I come into the high school still? And then the principal did not seem concerned at all. He was like, yeah, you're welcome back. Like, no problem. And then like an hour or two later, the entire school district shut down. And then after that, like it was all over the news. It's just amazing to me how fast it all happened. And right. it just shut down. So I know there was a pretty long-winded explanation, but that's something I wanted to mention. Just it was crazy to me how fast this all happened. Right, and I feel like some people, their level of concern, or their lack of concern, I should say, is a little bit alarming. (laughs) Like, there's people who aren't taking the quarantine stuff seriously. Like, they're like, oh, no. It's kind of that, you know, when you're a teenager, you have that mentality, like, oh, this can never happen to me. Like, oh, I'm going to text and drive. I, I know what I'm doing. I won't. I won't get in a car crash, and then, you know, you think that until it happens. Yeah, well, you know, we have that coworker who shall not be named here. No, his identity away. But um, you know, this this guy, he's like twenty or twenty one, I think. I think he's twenty. Yeah, he uh, he decided to go to Mexico on spring break in the middle of all this, and then he came back and wasn't feeling well, and now he's stuck in his house for two weeks and can't work, can't go anywhere. So, right. And like you know, I don't think he actually has no. I, I mean, I would hope not, and if it is, not. I mean, he does have asthma, which is kind of scary. Oh, that's not good. No, but... But he's young, and he should be okay, really. And Yeah, I think it's just a common cold. Yeah. Or a flu thing going on. But it's like, people that are like, oh, I'm going to buy tickets to Europe and travel, like, don't, don't do that right now. There's... I know the tickets are cheap and it's tempting, but for the sake of everybody else, if you get sick, you know, you'll be okay probably if you're young and relatively healthy, but if you spread it to somebody else and their grandma or their parents catch it and they're older, you know, it's very Not good. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, it's a pandemic for a reason. It's affecting the whole world. Sports leagues across the world are shutting down. Stuff we've never seen happen and probably won't see ever again happen in our lifetimes is going down. And it's just no, weird. I've never, I've never seen something happen like this where the entire world is affected. Like my family in Austria right now, for people that don't I have a lot of family members overseas in in Austria still. Um, they're, they're in the same situation that we are. Like kids aren't going to school. Everything is online. Um, it was really bad when the, the border first shut down there. Obviously, there was a massive coronavirus problem in Italy. They had the most cases for a really long time. Um, but Austria actually completely shut their border with Italy, and 
my uncle was saying there was like an 80 mile backup of traffic on the border, just like trucks and things that normally would go through transporting goods or whatever, just like backed up for miles because the border was closed. And like, when you see stuff like that, that's pretty scary, but that's happening like everywhere in the world now. It's not just, you know, in Italy, it's not just in China, it's the entire world is taking those measures. Some kind of massive global event like that before. No, I, it's almost like mind boggling, you know, you never think you'd see something like this. Yeah. It's like one of those like stupid, like zombie movies where the entire world is inflicted with this disease and then literally everywhere. Uh, and it's just crazy. Like, it's crazy how, you know, everyone is like home from work, but like people like me and you were considered essential. We're going and we're the scary part about it is we're kind of like we're delivering food to people's houses and we don't exactly know where they've been or who they've been in contact with. Right. But we take precautions. We wear gloves, wash our hands, sanitize, uh, yeah. disinfect all that garbage. But uh, if, you're, if you're careful like that, I think you really super severely reduce the chances of actually getting sick. I mean, really, I think that the most worrisome thing is like if you, you know, you, you're using your hands to do something, you come in contact with the germs, then you touch your face. I think that's the number one way that, it, you know, it spreads. So yeah. you're wearing gloves and changing them out regularly or washing your hands or taking precautions not to touch your face. Like if you're wearing a mask, it's really not that scary. And um, the, uh, the act or the, uh, like, whatever, the stay safe, stay home thing that the governor input uh last week they uh there's this website that's tracking all 50 states um progress or like how they're doing on the uh staying home and quarantining and connecticut received a an a which is which is good news uh our total travel is has decreased by 46 percent you notice that driving around too oh yeah Main Street, where me and Alex work, is like almost a ghost town after 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Yeah, very odd. It's normally not like that. No, and it's strange to see. Yeah, it's eerie. Very eerie. Yeah, uh, and it's weird seeing like, you know, you see all these like posters on windows of restaurants saying takeout only, and it's like written on colorful paper. It's just stuff you don't you don't see all the time. That's just weird. Right. Oh. Well, we'll we'll move on to our last segment here. A little bit of a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> we'll do. I wrote down here. If, if Tony were here, he'd make a joke about Robert Kraft. Yep, I I was thinking that in my head. <laughs> yeah, so we we uh Tony is sort of our our joke guy. I feel like he's going to be the one that contributes the most humor. Yes, and you know. Usually that would be me, but I'm trying to put on like more of a serious, a more serious air, if you will. Yes, sure. We'll yep. do that. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, it'll, it'll probably get funnier as we get used to doing this, and it'll be more banter and yeah, silly. Yeah, it's our first time, so I think we're just we're just getting the hang of talking to each other like we're talking to a bunch of people, even if we don't <laughs> we don't know if anyone else is gonna hear this. <laughs> Probably not, but if you are, thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> okay, so I have the funniest thing that's happened to you while working at Mulberry. That is where we work. We work at Mulberry Street. 
Oh man, I have uh, uh, I have a lot, but I, I don't, I'm probably not going to remember all of them. I'm probably going to remember one in like ten minutes after we end this, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, I should have told that story instead." Do you have anything that you want to mention right off the bat? Yeah. So actually, it happened last night, which is fun. Oh, so it's very recent. Okay, cool. Yes. So I had a. It was my last delivery of the night, or my second to last, and it was an order of wings. Just the wings. So I was like, oh, okay. They must just not be that hungry. They just want a uh, snack. Oh, yeah, I, I remember this. <laughs> and um, so I get there and I see a car pulled over in front of the house that I'm delivering to. I'm like, huh, that's weird. <clears throat> so anyways, I get out of the car and there's someone at the front door of the house that I'm supposed to be delivering to. And he says to me, he's like, did you order? And I was like, order what? And he was like, Domino's. And I was like, what? Domino's. <laughs> And I was like, no, I'm delivering for Mulberry. And the lady, like, opens the side door. And she's like, we ordered both. <laughs> Pizza for the kids and wings for the adults. And then in my head, I'm like, you know we sell pizza, right? Yeah, duh. But anyways, Alex was saying, like, when I told him this story, he was like, I wonder who she gave a better tip to. <laughs> Which yeah, is funny to think about. And then um, it's kind of – it's just funny how they ordered – I'm assuming at the same time, and we got there at the same time. Yeah, that is that is kind of an odd coincidence. So I think that's that's uh, that's, that's pretty maybe one of the funniest thing that's funniest things that's happened to me. Yeah, I think um, I've worked there for a lot longer than you, so I probably have a few more like funny stories. But the first one that comes to mind is uh, they actually have a couple that are sort of related in a way. They both involve like nudity. Oh jeez. So, uh. I'll go in chronological order, I guess. So the first one was, uh, got to this person's house and you know how, you know, at a front door, you usually have a wooden door and then a glass door. Right. So I got up to the house, rang the doorbell, the front door, the wooden door was open. The glass one, the storm door, whatever you call that was, was closed. So I could see through the glass and, uh, rang the doorbell. And then this little, like he was a toddler. He was probably like three or four years old, maybe five, just like stark naked, ran into the glass and was just standing there staring at me. <laughs> That was so uncomfortable. It's like, oh no! Like his parents are gonna come out and think that I'm a pedophile. Like, yeah, this is that's that's. I mean, like you can't like, run away with the fucking pizza because it's like yeah, so it's kind of stuck there. And like a kid of that age, like you, they probably don't really know what's going on, anyways. And I was like, uh, what do I do? Stood <laughs> so there dumbfounded for a second, and then finally, I'm assuming this was his mother came over and was like, oh, get out of the doorway! What are you doing? And she ended up being <laughs> about it. I handed her the food, and she said, um. Oh yeah, don't worry about him. He's always naked. I was like, put some clothes, Kyle. God damn it! Like, what, what are you what are you doing, letting him run around naked at like five in the evening? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That was that was kind of odd. Oh, and then man. there was another time, but this was like an adult. Um, I got to this house, knocked on the door, and it's like waiting, waiting, waiting. Knocked again. I was obviously interrupting something. Um, <laughs> to put it nicely. So this lady came to the door, opened the door, and she was wearing, like, a black tank top. But there was uh, – how, how do I board this without sounding rude? This is, I'm too polite. So she basically had one boob hanging out of the tank top. I don't know how, how she did that, but uh. just like, walked out, and it was just kind of there in my face. And I was like – I immediately looked down, and I was like, oh, do I say something? I decided not to because I'm a very shy, awkward, bashful person. So – 
uh, just looked at the ticket and was like, oh, it'll be 2643 or whatever. And she like, I don't think she realized. She handed me the money and then she looked down and like noticed. <laughs> like very quickly pulled it back up and then ran back inside without saying anything. Oh my God. <laughs> so in a way, I'm glad that we didn't acknowledge it. It just kind of yeah. was what it I don't really know uh, what you'd say in that situation. <laughs> yeah, so that was uncomfortable. Um, funny in hindsight, but in the moment, I was very, very, very awkward. Yeah, I can't imagine that being funny. <laughs> I, t- I, t- I took the money, and it was like it's like seven or eight dollars, and I was like, she probably doesn't want to tip me off this. So I was about to ask, like, do you want change? And then she ran back inside before I could say anything. So I was like, oh, we'll we'll just take the extra few bucks, and we'll we'll call it a day. Yep. Uh, I probably have other ones. I probably have way more funny stories, like stupid shit the staff has done. Um, oh, just sh- shenanigans outside of work because we all used to hang out together. Um, work this is sort of work related, so you get to hear about my. I probably told you this story. We were in New Hampshire. A couple of our coworkers and my sister and I. My sister used to work with us too. Oh yeah. We went up to New Hampshire last summer because one of our coworkers' grandparents have a house up there on a lake in the middle of nowhere. And um, it was great. We had a lot of fun. I love, you know, New England in general. Being outdoors, great. So there's a lot of nice hiking out there. And being on a lake, you know, you could swim, you could fish, all this fun stuff. So we're at the cabin and, like, you know, people were getting sauced pretty much every day. Like, during the day, at night, constant drinking, which was kind of fun. Every once in a while, you <laughs> should go on, like, a binge like that. But there was one night where I drank, like, I had had, like, eight beers. And um, I don't, I don't smoke weed. But um, this one this one time I did. I don't know if I should admit the podcast. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> but, um, we'll we'll leave that for now, I guess. Uh, I got violently ill. I got the spins, as they call it, and um, was just like throwing up everywhere. It was miserable, and uh, I, I ended up going to bed. So I left, went laid down, and then got sick again at night. Threw up again. But um, one of our coworkers was awake and, like, getting up to go to the bathroom, and she saw me throwing up, and she heard me, like, <clears throat> and she was like, why are you pretending to throw up? That's so weird. Like, I'm not pretending. <laughs> just, like, all over the place. Oh, man. That was kind of silly. We're going to have to cut that one out, but, um, yeah. You know what? Maybe um, they know that your name is Alex. Maybe we'll keep the last names to ourselves. Good idea. So... In the now, future, yeah, and no, this, I'm probably probably it's just gonna be our friends listening to this. So if you if you heard if you heard the story, you probably already know it, anyways. Right. Yeah, and I only I only ever smoke when I drink, and it's it's been like three or four times where I've been you know like drinking heavily, and then I'll see somebody without the Mary Jovanas, and I'll be like, Yo, let me hit that, bro. <laughs> and like I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like the last time it happened, it was the night before Thanksgiving, that Wednesday night. Oh, jeez. Somebody pulled out a bowl and was like, do you want some of this? And I was like, yeah! And I like, I didn't even know how to use it. <laughs> I had to have somebody like help me with it. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that's sort of work-related, I guess. But I probably have other stories. I just can't think of any good ones right now. Uh, well, you know, we'll call this a wrap for our yeah. first ever podcast. It was a pleasure. It was. It was fun. We got a hopefully, lot. Hopefully we'll get Tony here next time. Yeah, we got a lot in. I can imagine we're going to go a lot longer with a third person, but that's just fine by me. Yeah. So without further ado, we're signing off a breath of fresh quarantine, which is a horrible, horrible name, but it's all we can think of. Can we get like a sound effect of someone like, ah, I'll work on it. 
you can yeah that'd, that'd be fun or something something disease related uh, <laughs> uh well it was a pleasure alex it was and i will see you later at work yes we will be seeing each other in approximately two and a half hours yes thank you everyone for your listenership if you got this far yes oh shout out shout out um text alex a smiley face if you got to this point so we know yeah, a smiley face or some kind of happy emoji okie doke all right hasta la vista hasta la vista babe